with a rope wrapped around her throat. Coarse fibers scraped her neck before she sawed herself free. When she did, she staggered forward and spun to find the captain of the copper thief, his eyes sharp, his steps sure. Balaz Kaznov had not partaken of the ale with his crew. He tossed the pieces of rope aside, and Lila's grip tightened on her knife as she braced for a fight but the captain drew no weapon. Instead, he brought his hands out before him, palms up. Lila tilted her head, the horns of the mask tipping toward him. Are you surrendering? she asked. The captain's dark eyes glittered, and his mouth twitched. In the lantern light, the knife tattoo across his throat seemed to glint. No one takes the copper thief, he said. His lips moved and his fingers twitched as flames leaped across them. Lila looked down and saw the ruined marking at his feet and knew what he was about to do. Most ships were warded against fire, but he'd broken the spell. He lunged for the nearest sail, and Lila spun the blade in her hand, then threw. It was ill-weighted with the metal guard on the hilt, and it struck him in the neck instead of the head. He toppled forward, his hands thrown out to break his fall, the conjured fire meeting a coil of ropes instead of sail. It caught hold, but Kaznov's own body smothered most of it when he fell. The blood pouring from his neck extinguished more. Only a few tendrils of flame persisted, chewing their way up the ropes. Lila reached out toward the fire. When she closed her fingers into a fist, the flames died. Lila smiled and retrieved her favorite knife from the dead captain's throat, wiping the blood from the blade on his clothes. She was sheathing it again when she heard a whistle, and she looked up to see her ship, the night spire, drawing up beside the copper thief. Men had gathered along the rail, and she crossed the width of the thief to greet them, pushing the mask up onto her brow. Most of the men were frowning, but in the center, a tall figure stood, wearing a black sash and an amused smile, his tawny brown hair swept back, and a sapphire in his brow. Alucard Emery, her captain. Mas Avan, growled the first mate, Strauss, in disbelief. Not fucking possible, said the cook, Olo, surveying the bodies scattered across the deck. Handsome Vasri and Tavastronisk, who went simply by Tav, both applauded. Kobus watched with crossed arms, and Lenos gaped like a fish. Lila relished the mixture of shock and approval as she went to the rail and spread her arms wide. Captain, she said cheerfully. It appears I have a ship for you. Alucard smiled. It appears you do. A plank was laid between the two vessels, and Lila strode deftly across it, never once looking down. She landed on the deck of the night spire and turned toward the lanky young man with shadows beneath his eyes, as if he'd never slept. Pay up, Lenos. His brow crinkled. Captain, he pleaded with a nervous laugh. Alucard shrugged. You made the bet, he said. You and Strauss, he added, nodding to his first mate, a brutish man with a beard. 
with your own heads and your own coin. And they had. Sure, Lila had boasted that she could take the copper thief herself, but they'd been the ones to bet she couldn't. It had taken her nearly a month to buy enough of the drug for the tapers and ale, a little every time her ship had docked. It was worth it. But it was a trick, countered Lenos. Fools, said Olo, his voice low, thunderous. She clearly planned it, grumbled Stross. Yeah, said Lenos. How were we supposed to know she'd been planning it? You should have known better than to gamble with Bard in the first place. Alucard met her gaze and winked. Rules are rules, and unless you want to be left with the bodies on that ship when we're done, I suggest you pay my thief her due. Strauss dragged the purse from his pocket. How did you do it? He demanded.